to the land before bedtime. A production by SPH Radio, the littlest podcast for our littlest listeners. In each episode, we bring you a short story, fable, or fairy tale filled with magic, wonder, and imagination. Tonight's story is read by Charmaine Poir. So tuck yourself in, close your eyes, and let's set off for the land before bedtime. The Valiant Little Tailor Once upon a time, in the land before bedtime, there lived a little tailor. One morning, as he was sitting on his table by the window, he heard a peasant woman calling out, Good jams, cheap! Good jams, cheap! Having quite a sweet tooth, he popped his head out the window and called out to the woman to buy some jam, and at once opened the jar and spread the jam all over a piece of bread. I will just finish the jacket I'm sewing before I take a bite, he said, and so he did, but as he was busy stitching, the smell of the sweet jam rose through the air until a great number of flies were attracted by the scent and descended on the piece of bread and jam. Shoo! said the tailor, but no matter how he tried, the flies would not be turned away and came back in even greater numbers than before. At last, the little tailor lost all his patience and taking a piece of cloth from under his work table, struck it mercilessly on the buzzing flies. When he finally stopped, there lay before him no fewer than seven flies, dead with their legs all stretched out. My, my, he said, the whole town, no, the whole world should know of my bravery. So the little tailor cut himself a girdle, stitched it, and embroidered on it in large letters. Seven at one stroke. When he was done, he put on the girdle and resolved to travel far and wide to show the world what a brave fellow he was. He looked around the house to see if there was anything he should take with him on his adventure. But all he found was a piece of old cheese and a tiny bird for company. Tucking both in his pocket, he began his journey, walking quick and fast, long and far, until he came to a mountain. Climbing his way up to the highest point, the little tailor spotted a powerful giant, and he bravely went forward, saying, Good day, comrade. I'm going on an adventure to discover the widespread world. Would you like to join me? The giant looked down at the little tailor and said, You ragamuffin! You miserable creature! How dare you ask me to join you? Oh, indeed, said the little tailor, unbuttoning his coat to show the giant his girdle. 
There, may you read what kind of a man I am. The giant read, seven at one stroke, and thought that these seven were men whom the tailor had killed. He began to feel a little respect for the tailor, but still wished to put him to the test. The giant took a stone in his hand and squeezed it together so that water dropped out of it. Can you do that? said the giant. Is that all? said the tailor as he put his hand into his pocket and brought out the soft cheese. He squeezed the piece of cheese in his hand until the liquid ran out of it. The giant could not believe his eyes. Can you do this? said the giant as he picked up a stone and threw it higher than the eye could see. Well thrown, said the tailor. But after all, that stone came down to earth again. I will throw one where it never comes back at all. He put his hand in his pocket, took out the bird and threw it into the air. The bird, delighted with its liberty, rose, flew away and did not come back. The giant said, Since you are such a valiant fellow, come with me into our cavern and spend the night with us. And so the little tailor followed the giant home. When they entered the cave, other giants were sitting by the fire, each feasting on a roasted sheep in their hand. The giant showed him a bed and said the tailor was to lie down in it and sleep. The bed, however, was too big for the little tailor, so he crept into a corner to sleep. At midnight, when the giant thought that the little tailor was lying in a sound sleep, he got up, took a great iron bar, and cut through the bed with one blow thinking to finish off the little tailor for good. In the morning, when the tailor woke up from his little corner and walked up to them quite merrily and boldly, the giants were terrified, afraid that the tailor would strike them all dead. And so the giants ran away in a great hurry. The little tailor continued on his adventure, walking quick and fast, long and far, and soon he came to the courtyard of a royal palace. Feeling tired, he lay down on the grass and fell asleep. Whilst he lay there, the people of the palace came to inspect him on all sides, reading the words on his girdle, seven at one stroke. Ah, said they, what does this great warrior want here in the midst of peace? He must be a mighty lord. Word soon made it to the king that there was a strong, fearsome fighter in the palace, and the king ordered that this warrior be brought before him.
the king told the little tailor of his request. In the forest of his country lived two giants, who caused great mischief with their robbing, ravaging, and burning, and no one could fight them. The king promised that if the tailor conquered and killed these two giants, the tailor would be given the prince's hand in marriage and half of the kingdom as dowry. Oh, yes, said the little tailor. I will soon subdue the giants. He who can hit seven with one blow need not be afraid of two. The little tailor went forth and the king ordered a hundred horsemen to follow and assist him. When they came to the outskirts of the forest, the tailor said to the horsemen, Just stay waiting here. I alone will finish off the giants. Then he bounded into the forest. After a while, he spotted both giants sleeping under a tree, snoring so hard that the branches waved up and down. The tailor quickly and quietly gathered two pockets full of stones and climbed up the tree. When he was halfway up, he slid down one of the branches till he sat just above the sleeping giants and he began to drop the stones one by one upon the chest of one of the giants. Disturbed in his sleep, the giant stirred, pushed his comrade and said, Why are you knocking me? You must be dreaming, said the other. I'm not knocking you. They laid themselves down to sleep again, and the tailor threw a stone down on the second giant. Why are you pelting me? cried the second giant. I am not pelting you, growled the first. They argued for a time, but as they were weary, they decided to let the matter rest and closed their eyes once more. The little tailor then picked out the biggest stone he had and threw it with all his might on the chest of the first giant. Why, you! With a big growl, the first giant sprung up like a madman and pushed his companion. They got into such a rage and fought each other so long and so hard till at last they both fell down dead on the ground at the same time. The little tailor leapt down from the tree, drew out his sword, gave each giant a couple of thrusts in the chests, and then went out to the horseman and said, The work is done. I have finished both giants off, and it was hard work, but not too hard for a man like myself who can kill seven at one blow. The hundred horsemen could not believe him and rode into the forest, where they saw with their own eyes both giants lying quite dead 
with stab wounds in their chest. The clever little tailor returned to the palace with the horseman and demanded his promised reward, the princess's hand in marriage and half the kingdom. And so the clever little tailor lived happily ever after in the land before bedtime. The End Tonight's episode was read by Charmaine Poir and produced by Timo. For more stories just like this, catch us next time in The Land Before Bedtime. The Land Before Bedtime is a production of SPH Radio. You can also find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Home.